गुरुरेव हेलो एंड वेलकम टू साइलेंट विजडम ऑनलाइन सत्संग सत्संग इज अ ग्रेट ऑपरचुनिटी फॉर ऑल ऑफ आस टू कनेक्ट एंड मीट इट इज आर ओनली पीस ऑफ एंटरटेनमेंट इट इज आर प्रोटेक्शन शील्ड वी ऑल नीड सत्संग ऑल ऑफ आर स्पिरिचुअल सीकर्स दिस इज आर लाइफ लाइन एंड इट इंस्पायर्स आस टू कीप फॉलोइंग द स्पिरिचुअल पाथ इट इंस्पायर्स आस टू स्टे ऑन द पाथ इट हेल्प्स आस टू आंसर आर क्वेरीज शेयर आर व्यूज and it also intensifies the desire to know that through which all desires are fulfilled so welcome again all of you there was one question this time when i was doing a session and while i have answered the question for the person i felt it would be good to take it today because uh, that could be there in many people's mind and so i'm going to start with that and meanwhile you may have more questions either related to the same topic or maybe a different topic so please feel free to ask your questions you can unmute yourself and talk or you can type it uh, here and please feel free to ask all your questions even though they may show ignorance don't worry oh this will show i don't know this or it will look very funny or i may make a fool of myself that's okay that is the purpose of the satsang no this is a platform where we can reveal our ignorance and we can get our queries resolved and not only does it help you who asks the question it helps a lot of other people who may have the same question but may not know uh, how to ask it or may not even be aware that they have this question so always do that so the question this week which came was what is the difference between information and knowledge and how does or when does information become knowledge and i thought why not take this question from different spiritual paths perspective what do we mean by information and knowledge in different spiritual paths but to begin with we'll start with understanding what is information and what is knowledge from a worldly perspective in the world and the answer is very simple as you all know see information is all that we have gathered from other people like pieces which have been given to us for example very simple things like you should eat fresh fruits and vegetables to have good health you should exercise on a regular basis or even something as simple as saying that mango is sweet or getting up early in the morning is good for uh, spiritual practices respecting elders is good practice makes things perfect and so on information we have it's basically that has come from other people or books now this information is of course very important but the point is that it is only information when does it become knowledge what is the difference between information and knowledge knowledge is when 
I have, I know this through my own experience, right? So, for example, eating fresh foods and fruits and vegetables is good for health. Have I done that? Is it only a piece of information or have I actually tried that and seen changes in my health? Or exercising is good. Have I done that and therefore I know or is it only a piece of information? Or somebody who has never eaten a mango has been told that mango tastes very sweet. It's a delicious fruit. But the person doesn't know until the person eats the mango. Then it is knowledge. Until that time, it is just a piece of information. You know, I'm reminded of a story uh, and you may all have heard it. There was this uh, boy and uh, the parents were poor and they were always telling him about uh, the qualities of the milk. There was no cow around which he could see. So he was told by his parents that, you know, rich people drink this milk, which is white and it is so tasty and it comes from the cow and the cow looks like this and all those things. Now one day when he was going somewhere, on the way he saw one animal, like something he saw, a structure and uh, immediately through the information that he had collected, he thought that it was a cow and next to the cow there was a bucket which was filled with a white liquid. So he thought, yes, this is milk. So. Here is my chance and he went there and he drank from that bucket thinking that wow finally I am getting to taste the milk. But what was happening was it was a structure of the cow maybe some political party was making it and it was being painted white so a paint bucket was lying you know white paint bucket and possibly the people who were making it was, were taking a break. So you can imagine what happened to him. So this is what it is we will laugh at this story but that is the thing. Until it is in your experience, it is not knowledge. It is only a piece of information. Okay, So this is basically the difference between information and knowledge. And then while the question was only about information and knowledge, I am also adding wisdom over here. The knowledge also has to later transform into wisdom. And what would be the wisdom? The wisdom would be, when to use the knowledge and when to use the information and knowing the difference between them. So for example, there are certain things that I can try and test and I can know that the mango is sweet or milk is good for my health or milk is bad for my health by testing those things. But can I test everything in my life? The answer is no. There are so many things. How can I test everything? So I sometimes rely on my knowledge, wherever it is required. And sometimes I also know when to rely on the information. But when I am relying on the information, I need to be very clear that I don't know this yet. See, I don't know. That is wisdom. Uh, if I have to go and visit a new city, a new place, I am going to possibly review the Google map or get information from people who have been to that city so that I can um, have my way around or what do I need to see or where I need to eat. I, I cannot experiment everything. I have to rely on information. But I also have to know that this is only information and what others are telling me, I may not have the same experience. So somebody may tell me, you know, go to this restaurant and eat over there. The food is excellent. Is this knowledge? No, it is just information. 
only when i will go it will be my experience whether i will enjoy that food or not so very simple information knowledge and wisdom now the problem that happens is that we consider information to be knowledge okay i have learned that milk is very good for health so i go and start telling everyone milk is very good for health but i don't know about it I, it is not in my experience i have only heard this is a very small example i am taking but this is what happens so through information i think that i know and that is where that information becomes ignorance okay i hope this is clear from the worldly perspective the basic difference between information knowledge and wisdom if anybody has a question please type it in now let's look at the same question from the path of occult and uh, while i cannot talk much about occult i will okay so Sang, uh, shilpi is saying when information is used wisely can that be called wisdom when information is used wisely so when you are saying wise you are saying wisdom right you will have to be more elaborate on this shilpi but i say wisdom uh, will come just now you said hmm. good evening muni yes shilpi good evening uh, i was just telling that wisely in the sense just now you mentioned that uh, when to use how to use that one hmm. that part i'm talking of if information is used in that sense can that be called wisdom when like how to use when to use yes absolutely so if you are aware that it, this is it this is only information okay that i have in my hand as i said i need to go to a yes. restaurant and somebody has really uh, said very good things about it but knowing that it may not be my experience i may still not like it so i don't know whether the uh, food at that restaurant will be good or not so being aware of this sometimes what happens when we hear certain things we just believe them okay we say this is how it is without knowing without testing it for ourselves that is when it is not wise so it is wisdom to know when to use the information and how to use the information does that answer your question that cannot be considered as knowledge yet it is not knowledge knowledge it becomes only when it becomes your own experience then own it is experience. knowledge okay. that's why we say okay. now on the path of knowledge that we have gathered so much ignorance when there is information but you think it is true you think it is real and you think you know that is ignorance and that stops you from gaining knowledge so now let's look at the same thing from the path of occult okay now in occult what is information the information is that you have the ability to make changes in this world by just making an intention that with mental intervention you can do certain things for example there is a person who is not well and requires a surgery so what is the regular way that the person will go to a doctor get uh, admitted in the hospital and have the surgery done right that is the physical way of doing things right getting the surgery done but in occult there is a possibility that someone who knows occult can just heal the person by thinking about it or making a spiritual intention like you know some of the things that are done also in reiki and reiki i can talk about because i have practiced it myself 
uh, Reiki is also kind of an arm of the occult. Now this is information that uh, you can be healed just through a spiritual intention. Okay, just by thinking about it. When does this become knowledge? One is when you experience it yourself. When somebody that you know and where you experience that, uh, where you are healed because of that or some of your problems are solved which you thought uh, would be impossible to solve, right? But you have approached someone and something has been done and it got solved for you. Or when you learn the art, when you learn this practice and you actually apply it, that is when it becomes knowledge for you. Just by listening to other people, like you know we hear a lot of miracles and we all love miracles. It is a very natural human tendency to love miracles that uh, there is some sadhu baba who does this and this will happen or something and we start spreading that you know in piece of information to everyone thinking that we know and, and I'm sure all of us must have heard these kind of stories at some or the other time in our lives right. Now that is not knowledge. We think that is knowledge but it is not. So we have to know. That is the only way of knowing is, is experiencing it firsthand yourself. And what makes it wisdom? Wisdom is while I know that I can heal just by making a spiritual intention, while I know that I can heal a relationship or I can sort a relationship just by making a spiritual intention, the other two people need not you know, sit together and resolve the conflict which is very um, uncomfortable for people but I may decide not to do that. I choose when would I make that spiritual intention, when will I make that mental intervention and when will I not. That is wisdom and that wisdom will also come through staying in that experience by experiencing that knowledge uh, for years and that wisdom will come. So you know, many people will think that, oh, if you can just think about it and resolve it, right? Why are you not doing it? Why should you not either heal yourself or heal other people because you know it? No, that is what wisdom is. You also realize when to do it and when not to. And, and, and to this, I know for some people it is very difficult to understand that how come, even if you know, why will you not do it? But I'll give you an example. Like, you know, um, when I was young, I was in school that time Maggie was introduced and I used to love Maggie and my mother would allow me to eat only one packet of Maggie in one week and you know what my biggest desire in the world was at that time if I could just eat Maggie morning lunch and dinner and I had decided that when I will grow up in my house everybody will get to eat only Maggie right as a child of course but now uh, when I grew up have I done that not even for one day. But do I still eat Maggie? Yes, I do. Right. So knowing you eat it and when not to eat it. Right. So that is how it is. That is wisdom. Let's look at the same question again from the path of Kriya Yoga, uh, the path of Shakti. But I'm going to talk about Kriya Yoga because that is the path that I have taken. And then we will talk about the same question from path of knowledge perspective. Now in Kriya Yoga, the piece of information, what is information and that is what you know all the spiritual paths tell you the end that you are not the body you are not this mind you are not this mortal okay and through various exercises and pranayams and breathing practices 
you can realize who you are. So there is a set of practices which is over there. Now, there are people who have learned this practice. You can either practice it or you can even read a book about it. So today, because of Google, because of net, all the information is there. All the practices are given and you can learn them. Learn them when I'm saying not from the perspective of doing it, but you can know, okay, what are all the exercises? What are all the different pranayams? You may know the pranayams, everything. And I know certain people who know that, but who don't practice it. Uh, who have read books about it. So that is only information. What is knowledge? Knowledge is actually practicing that, actually following that path, doing all those practices which have been given and then realizing that you are not the body and you are not the mind. That is what, when it will become knowledge for you. And when will it become wisdom? I will just park it right now and I will answer this question when we come to uh, when we discuss the path of knowledge as well. On path of knowledge, what is information? Information is you are not the body, you are not the mind, you are an experiencer, you are a seer, you are a drashta. That is what? That is just information. In fact, whatever the program is offering, whatever uh, Guruji is telling, everything is what? It is only information, nothing else. When does it become knowledge? When you become that experiencer, when you become that drashta, that is when it becomes knowledge for you. And we will also talk about how, you know, because that question also has come in uh, uh, after that, that how does one move from information to knowledge? We'll talk about that. But let me first talk about wisdom. Now, what would be wisdom? So information is that I have been told that I am not this body and mind. Knowledge is that now I know that I am not the body and the mind and I am the experiencer. And what is wisdom? Wisdom is letting go of both. <laughs> or that is one way. And the second easier way to understand is again knowing when to be the body and the mind and when to be the experiencer. Right? Because once you become the experiencer, are you going to live only from that aspect? No, you need to use the body and mind as well. So, but knowing the clear difference between the two. Like, you know, a person with eyes, right? If you are in a room, you know where the wall is and where the door is. If you need to get out of the room, you will just open the door and go out. You are not going to struggle and grope where the wall is, right? You know where the wall is and you know where the door is. You know when to use the wall and you know when to use the door. Similarly, whether it is Kriya Yoga, because Kriya Yoga also the same realization has happened. What is the realization? That I am not the bottle. I am uh, realizing who I am, who the experiencer or the seer or the witness. And the same thing happens through path of knowledge as well. And the wisdom is after that being able to use both, knowing when to be the body and the mind and when to be the experience. So that is the difference between information, knowledge and wisdom. Most of the times we are stuck on the piece of information. And the reason for being stuck is that we think that we know, although we don't know. Why are we not comfortable with this statement that I don't know? That is the whole issue. 
I'm not able to let go of what information I have collected, whether I may have collected through people, whether it may have come through books or whether it may have come through scriptures. Okay. Many times we get stuck because we have read so many scriptures. I know Bhagavad Gita from, you know, word to word. I know all the verses and I know what Krishna is saying. I have done a commentary. So I think I know what the Bhagavad Gita is telling. But until I have experienced what the Bhagavad Gita is telling, I don't know Bhagavad Gita. But that is what I don't know, that I still don't know. See, that is the only reason of being stuck. So any questions so far on what I have shared, and then I'm going to, if there are any, and then I'm going to go into how to move from information to knowledge. And maybe you may have a different view. I'm sharing this. But it would be nice to know if you have a different view or you differ from this. It will be good to hear that as well. Now, um, this is a very important question, right? How to move from information to knowledge? Because there lies the key. And I'm going to share with you, although it is very difficult to say how exactly that happens, but I'm going to share with you two, three uh, things that have worked for me at least, you know, that is in my experience. The first and the most important thing is letting go of all that you have, which you think you know. That is, a, that is a very, very important and a difficult step. And we get stuck so many times. We like, I may have been, so, so you know, there are certain paths, like in Japan, I'm not remembering the name. I know there are certain paths. Maybe if anyone of you knows, you can uh, let me know that. The focus, when you do your meditations, you focus on the navel or your solar plexus. That is where you need to focus on. Uh, they say that the gut, right? If you have control over your gut, that is when it will become, the realization will become possible. Consciousness or awareness or God inside you or you, it is in the navel. Now, that is, of course, you know, that is important because whenever you start a practice, somewhere you are going to begin. So that is where they make you start. Now, one can easily get stuck and keep thinking for the rest of their life that I am or the reality is situated in my navel. And that can become a piece of ignorance. And that can really limit a person to move forward. Because they don't know, but they think that is how it is. So they always keep looking for it. Then for certain people, it can become that it is in the heart. So the whole focus is on the heart region and thinking the reality or the God resides in the heart. Or it also happens that people think that God resides in the third eye. So there are different practices. And because of those different practices, different ideas can get stuck in the mind. Now, uh, if they realize, if they are doing the practice and they realize, then of course the answers will come. But very often the realization does not happen, but the mind keeps searching for it either in the gut or in the heart or in the third eye, right? And that is where your, this, your information becomes your ignorance. Okay. In the yogic path, and I know this very well because I come from the Kriya Yoga tradition, and by the way, I'm also planning to do a session on Kriya Yoga for those who may be interested. Uh, you know, those who may be finding path of knowledge a little difficult to follow. So if you would be interested, um, I have practiced that and I'm also sharing Kriya Yoga practices with people. So we'll do a session on that as well. 
So in Kriya Yoga, what happens is because there are practices which lead to certain experiences. Okay. So the ultimate experience or, you know, what is the final people start looking for it in an experience. They think an exotic experience will happen and then the realization will happen. And one can spend a lifetime or maybe many lifetimes. Many I cannot talk about, but I know one can really spend a lifetime looking for that exotic experience. Now, so these are the limitations. This is where what it was just a piece of information and you don't know why it was given to you, for what was the reason. And maybe when you started the practice, it was important. It was good to have a goalpost. It was good to uh, get you beginning and start walking on the path. So those things were given. But as you move on, things change and you may not have realized it. So one can get stuck over there. So what is the first thing? You have to let go. You have to let go of your all those pieces which have not become your own knowledge. Now you will say, okay, but if I let go, then how am I going to practice? Yes, if you are practicing it, you have to work with it. And if you are practicing something, then you must have someone with you who has already walked that path. Someone who can guide you individually, personally. This is very important. And um, if the guru has given you the practice and nothing is happening, then you have to go to your guru and ask why it is not happening. Let's say if I have been focusing on my third eye for 10 years and nothing has happened, like you don't even need to wait for 10 years actually, okay? Um, in six months, you should get some results if you are doing the right practice. If nothing is happening, go back to your guru and ask and check what is there. You don't need to spend lifetimes doing a practice and then realizing that it was just a piece of information, right? So let it become knowledge for you. So that is one way, letting go. And letting go would also happen when the guru will tell you that this is not required anymore. So at every stage you will need that. Second is of course, you know, I have already kind of covered it, which is the practice. The practice which will be given to you, uh, how to convert that piece of information into knowledge. So for example, when we take the path of occult, then uh, you... The person who teaches you uh, occult will give you certain practices and you have to follow the discipline. And as you keep following it and as even in few months, if that is the right one for you, in a few months only you will see difference. You will see some transformation that will help you. Uh, if you are on, uh, let's say, a yogic path, then whatever practice has been given to you. If not, maybe a few days. Six months is a good time to kind of test whether this path is working for me or not. And if you have the right guru again, always remember whatever that you are doing, even if you are doing a mantra diksha, taking a mantra, or you are doing an occult path, you are doing a yogic path, you are on the path of knowledge, you need to have a guru. Uh, and, and, you know, here when we say guru, one need not get like, you know, have very big grand ideas. Although, of course, guru is someone very important. Guru... Guru can also mean here a teacher, someone who has walked that path before you, who is senior to you, who has more experience than you. They will be able to guide you. So that is the second way of practicing and checking. So do your practice correctly. Uh, give it the complete devotion and discipline. And still, if nothing happens, please go back to your guru and check. And third thing is, we have again talked so many times about it. Sometimes it happens just in the presence of your guru just in the presence of someone who knows. 
And many people, uh, I'm sure here, have experienced that uh, you may not be able to see it and you sit with your guru and you just see it instantly. It happens. It's sometimes, you know, it's something called kind of an alchemy that happens, right? Uh, like the guru acts like a catalyst and if you are ready, you will just be able to, the information will immediately become knowledge. It happens. And how will that happen for you sitting with the guru if you have surrendered to the guru, if the surrender has happened? And again, we talk about, you know, it's it's kind of a difficult thing. Can I do the surrender or the surrender will happen? Well, actually surrender happens only, but we still need to do whatever that we can do to make it easy for the surrender to happen. You know, there are... 90 things which are in our hands that we can do and then possibly there would be 10 things which we cannot do. It's like when we plant a seed in the garden, right? We plant a seed, we can give it the right fertilizer and the manure and give it water at the right time and we can ensure that the sun comes in. But when the flower will come, when the fruit will come, we don't know. That is not in our hands, right? But we have to still ensure. We cannot even, we cannot say, oh, because it has to happen on its own, I will not even plant the seed. No, I cannot do that. But even after planting the seed, even after doing the, giving the manure and doing everything, there is something which is not in my hand. So the final, the last thing is not, we don't know, nobody knows when it will happen, how it will happen. But I can at least ensure that I do all the other things. So these are some of the things through which information becomes knowledge. And uh, for spiritual seekers, the most important thing to know is do not think that you know before you know it. Be very comfortable with I don't know. You know, it is the society which has taught us. In society, uh, not knowing is not considered good. We can be looked down upon. And, you know, like we have been told, we were uh, in school, we had to just memorize things from the textbook and write answers. And we can, you know, we may know nothing about things, but because we have read them in the book, we go, we write it in the paper and we get 90% marks and we think we are very knowledgeable. Even And we come first in the class, our parents become very happy. Oh, my child is very intelligent, very knowledgeable, right? So we have started associating knowledge with the information that we memorize from books or get from other people. But on the spiritual path, as you know, everything is contradictory. So even this is this is ignorance. We call this ignorance. Doing, saying anything which is not in your experience and thinking that it is knowledge is ignorance. You know, I'm reminded of a statement made by Mark Twain and I just love that. And actually Swami Sarvapriyananda keeps talking about it. He says... It's not what we don't know that gets us into trouble. It's not what we don't know that gets us into trouble. It's what we think we know which ain't so. It's what we think we know which is not so. I'm going to take a pause here. If you have any questions, please share. From this, what I have shared or anything else that you have an idea about or anything you want to ask, please go ahead. Puni, I would like to speak about it. Yes, sweetie. If you. Sure. Okay. So, um, what I have understood up to now in this path is 
that it's when we hang on to our past experiences and not let what is coming up in the present like you said right uh, the information my experience is also kind of an information to me right and when i hang on to that information and not allow the present moment appear right it is coming but i'm not attentive to it is that when we uh, lose uh, the the knowledge that that information is revealing to us am i clear yes I very clear very well said sweetie i completely agree with you and i'm glad you brought this up because your experience also at a particular point of time it is it is knowledge but that knowledge can also become ignorance even right. that knowledge can become ignorance that is where wisdom comes in so even having knowledge is not enough that's why we move to the next step right it is when we allow the present uh, to completely uh, come forth and uh, we are ready to accept whatever it is bringing to us that we can move forward yes and not get stuck up to the pride or the prejudice oh i had some experience and i keep talking about that over and over again when i lose whatever is coming because it's endless right true knowledge or whatever it is endless very well said it is about being here and now it is about being in the present eventually because present is the only moment which is there there is nothing else other than this present right already 40 minutes and are gone when we, we practice it hmm. we understand that we cannot make others understand or realize that it's only when individually we practice it we start understanding it more and more yes. and then is when the surrender comes you know when we um, can really experience that and understand it completely that is when the surrender comes we keep on surrendering ourselves to the present more and more and whatever comes about with it comes excellent absolutely thank you thank you so much for allowing me to say it oh this is your group too <laughs> i'm nobody to allow <laughs> Okay Shivani is saying can you summarize it once again definitely so we spoke about three things information knowledge and wisdom information is the facts or the data that has come from other people or books or even scriptures whether it may have come i may have read the vedas or the upanishads or the bhagavad gita or the bible whatever it is the thing is when this data has come from someone else that is only information okay and if i start believing that that information is the truth and i think i know like there is something i read in bhagavad gita uh, that uh, you should do your actions without uh, thinking of the reward or without worrying about the consequences i have read that in bhagavad gita and i can tell it to 1000 people but is it my experience do i know this do i know that is how it is have i 
used that information for my own good and that has worked for me, then it will become knowledge. So knowledge is when that piece of information becomes my own experience. And even in the world, it can be very simple things. Like I know, like somebody tells me mango is very sweet. I have never eaten a mango. But when I eat the mango, I may know it is sweet or maybe first time when I eat a mango, I have high fever and I find that the mango is very bitter, right? That can also be my experience. Maybe my first experience of mango can be at the time of high fever. So other people may say mango is sweet, but for me, mango is not sweet. Or when we say that, um, uh, okay, I'll take the example that the tomato is red, right? Somebody has told me that the tomato is red, but maybe I'm a colorblind person. When I look at the, the tomato, it does not uh, seem red to me. So that is not my knowledge. Even simple things like that, right? They are knowledge only in your experience. And knowledge is different for different people. And when does, when does it become wisdom? It becomes wisdom when you know when to use the information, when to use the knowledge and when to let go of the both. And actually on the path of knowledge when we talk about, we say you let go of both. You let go of your the information also and knowledge also and then you know when to use the information and when to use the knowledge. Shivani, is that good? I'm not going into all the parts, just basically I've given you a summary. Okay, Shilpi is asking, thanks Shivani. Uh, Shilpi is asking, how did you get direct experience? Was it through Kriya or POK? It is not necessary that you have to take the Kriya Yoga path. And it's not necessary that it is also possible to know this clearly on the path of knowledge. But yes, as Guruji also keeps telling us that you need to have a very uh, sharp intellect, an extremely sharp uh, understanding to be able to get it there. And you know, again, maybe I could be wrong here. I'm just sharing with all of you. I'm just kind of uh, putting my thoughts aloud. Like we have heard on the path of knowledge that um, there are numerous senses like we know only of five senses but there are unlimited senses that we have right and I, I have been wondering that maybe what happens is what we call this aha experience or just getting it getting the experiencer possibly that also happens through a sense you know something opens up there is something a new sense opens up in you which makes you just get it. Maybe. I think we'll have to check with Guruji. Like, you know, certain people, uh, they start seeing souls, right? Uh, I know some of you are experiencing that. That you may see people who have been dead long back. They suddenly start appearing to you. You can see them around you. Or you may start hearing certain sounds or certain kind of, you know, these kind of things start happening. Now, how do they happen? They happen because other than your five senses, there are some other senses which start opening up for you because there are so many. But for this human experience that we have taken, we have been, uh, these are the five major senses, the critical senses which are given. But then there are others which we are ignorant about. Like, you know, I always uh, give this example that uh, if you have an Apple uh, iPhone and you use it only to make calls and to send messages, right? So uh, would that be a good use of an Apple, uh, Apple iPhone? No, it wouldn't be, right? Because there is so much that that mobile can do for you. 
similarly our body and mind structure also has amazing capabilities which we don't know so you know just like uh, that has various apps you can download various apps and you can use them in millions of ways similarly there are various senses there are various senses but then that is not the purpose see again opening the senses is not the purpose having those exotic experiences is not the purpose when we talk about on the path of spirituality they may happen or if you are on an occult path and you are specifically practicing to have these uh, experiences or to have these kind of siddhis that's a very different thing but otherwise eventually for the final realization it is not required that you have these experiences or you go after them or opening of the senses muni could i add on something more to yes, this yes sweetie please go ahead yeah it's like um you compared it with the apple iphone hmm so the more one knows how to use it learns right they come to uh they start using it they come to know that okay i can do these different kind of things so what i can understand is the more we pay attention to the awareness practice that guruji has given us the more the this human mind starts developing okay the more its avenues start opening or the apps we can compare it to that and it is kind of an automatic thing that has already been downloaded uh, that has already come with this body human body so if we stop paying attention to <clears throat> what this body or mind can do it will automatically evolve itself only with the practice of awareness and you know the siddhis and all that like you said is not the ultimate it it comes when you practice all of it right and if we start paying attention only to that that is when where we all will get stuck in one point just to one single thing and the entire evolution uh, which could have happened if we don't get stuck does not happen you know with, with awareness all these abilities start appearing but if we can overlook them and just keep on practicing and going ahead i think that is uh, how we can reach to the ultimate goal of just being you know or the samadhi or whatever right yes i agree with you sweetie um except maybe maybe you know you meant the same thing when you say be in awareness and don't pay attention to the mind it is not like that in awareness you will be paying attention to everything but you will not be identifying yourself with it that will be the difference right by the mind i mean the evolution of the mind it is right. going to come yes. along with it hmm okay okay sure yeah absolutely the purpose is not so that's why i said if you are taking an occult path there the purpose is to gain those siddhis there you are specifically doing to open up all these apps and that is why the practices are given and that is the most difficult path to follow but uh, does occult give you the ultimate yes it becomes the door to the ultimate but then uh, the, that is not the purpose of the occult path but it may happen as you keep in awareness even those things can happen right that is what i meant like yes. awareness if we are thinking that it's a simple practice and there is nothing in it we are not paying attention to it 
Yeah. Because um, I had also been in devotional path, like you had been in Kriya Yoga. So my first experience was similar, like Diksha was similar to this Kriya Yoga thing. And then I uh, went into the uh, Vaishnav path and I've left all of it and now I'm in this path. So when I understand what I was doing earlier, it is the same thing in this path, but it includes, it integrates everything, you know. I mean, like you, you have understood, right, right how Kriya Yoga is integrated to the path of knowledge. Yes. Right. So when we have different experiences and then we are in this path, I think we understand how important or how elegant it is because how silently it just includes everything in it. Yes, absolutely. And that is when you realize that all paths, actually when uh, we say, when you reach the peak of the mountain, then you know that all the, wherever you may start climbing the mountain from, this is where you will reach. Everything ends over here, isn't it? Everything is inclusive. And it's one mountain only. There is no difference. Everything gets integrated. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your journey. Thanks. Any other question or anybody wants to share something, ask something? Ruchika is asking, when will be the Kriya Yoga session? I will do that very soon, Ruchika. Maybe next Thursday or whenever. I, I will let you guys know. So I will give an introduction to what Kriya Yoga is all about. Uh, what is the process? How do we go about it? And it is also good to know, even if you don't want to practice it, it will be It'll be good information to have, right? <laughs> we can only call it information. And we need information. It does not mean that we don't need information. Only problem is if I think of that information as knowledge. That is what I need to know. That's all. Otherwise, we need to know what scriptures say, what different scriptures say, what different people are saying, what is going on in the world, which cities are good, where pollution is less, where corona is more, right? <laughs> we need all this information. Because we need to take uh, decisions. But uh, knowing that this is an information. Like I'll tell you, we have just planted, um, you know, mango trees in our garden. And uh, this is our first ex- first time we are doing this. So we really don't know, uh, I and my husband. And different people are giving us different opinions. So somebody said that you have to put a lot of urea every three months into each plant. And somebody said, no, 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 don't put urea because it is, it will be very bad. The plant will die. Uh, So the flowers have come now and somebody said, oh, please cut all the flowers. And then somebody said, no, 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 there is no need to cut the flowers. The mangoes will come for you this season only. So you know what we've decided? We've decided, okay, we will experiment. And that is another way because we don't know, right? These are all info. These are all pieces of information we have collected. Now, how will it become knowledge for us? So we have decided, okay, there are 14 trees. What we will do is, with some trees, we will follow one process. With other trees, we will follow this process. With the rest of the trees, we will follow this process. And knowing fully well that in this experiment, we may lose a few trees, right? That is possible because, or if we cut the flowers, we may not get good mangoes. Or if we allow the flowers to be, then we may not get good mangoes. We really don't know. So starting with this, we don't know. But we will experiment and possibly in a few years, then we will know that what is it that has worked for us. And you cannot even say that 
all of these approaches are wrong or all of these approaches are right because it can also be the differentiation in climate uh, that maybe at some places you need to put so much urea maybe in some places you don't need to or for certain varieties you need to cut chop off the flowers for the first time or not we don't know so we experiment and that's exactly we should be doing that for everything whether it is a spiritual journey or in life experimenting to make it knowledge fully knowing that maybe i will fail and what is the worst that will happen be prepared for the worst and go and experiment the problem is society has never taught us to experiment we think experiments are only done in the science labs no we need to experiment every day in our life and um, only then we will know and there is nothing to lose if you are not doing the experiment and you are thinking information is knowledge that is the biggest risk you are taking with your life actually not uh, by doing the experiment and losing a few things don't worry about it so go ahead whatever information you get test it make it your own experience and that is the way to turn information into knowledge so it's 10 o'clock and nobody has any questions as i always say either you have understood everything or you have not understood anything but in either case i think that's it for today thank you so much for joining thank you so much for listening and i'm going to see you again next week same time have a safe and good week thank you